0: Um, you're listening to Inspire Radio and I've got a very important person um talking to me now Madeline King. Welcome Madeline.
1: Hi Chris, how are you? I'm a big fan of uh, Bucks Fizz from the 80s myself. so uh, could you hear that back on the radio?
0: It, it's it's awesome music. <laughs> it just gets you up and dancing, isn't it? It does, sure does. Awesome. So how how are you going? you um MP for brand. Um obviously the corona thing has I was, you know, probably taking up a lot of your time over the last few weeks how are you finding all that?
1: Yeah it is Chris it's been a really a very unusual uh time in my my life but also my career it's something obviously none of us really expected although you know there's often been talk of what would happen if um a kind of uh, disease we couldn't quite uh get the control we needed to what it, what it might do to the community but I think our government here in WA has been, you know, really on top of things and introduced yeah. appropriate measures and, you know, as long as people keep following them uh, and, um, you know, we can get those restrictions eased like we saw, uh, you know, just yesterday and now that a few more people can gather. Yeah. But uh, I've got to say it certainly it turned my working life upside down because uh, Parliament obviously was, uh, you know, called off for six months and mm. we've had to go back once, but um, that, that changes... Uh, you know, my calendar for the year, basically. So it's been very interesting.
0: So are you kind of streaming that or, like, are you doing lots of Zoom calls?
1: Uh, no, well, I do lots of, for, for, for meetings, yeah, lots mm. of Zoom calls and uh, teleconferences. And I, I, I had a couple today because it's it's not a public holiday all around the country. So I, I um, spoke with some of my colleagues from the eastern states today about certain matters. So uh, that kind of work just uh, keeps uh, going on. No banner what, but Parliament itself, uh, that, that can only happen in Canberra and, and it can't be um, uh, done by uh, video or, or teleconference. So yeah. when Parliament does sit, we, those that, have, that can go with reduced numbers to allow social distancing, we do go over uh, for that. And the WA government's given us an exemption to travel to do that. So that's lucky.
0: Okay. So I mean, I noticed that um, Mark. Um, has, has, has cautiously relaxed some of the restrictions uh, are there any kind of changes on a federal level or, or is it kind of still pretty much the same
1: uh, I think it's different from state to state so i, I wouldn't i wouldn 't want to speak uh you know for all of the things that are going on around the country and and the reason it 's different is because different populations in different places but also mm. the infection rate like we've we 've been are very lucky to have uh, great leadership that has enabled us to, and, and a great community that has mm-hmm. listened to its leadership in the state government and, and done what was asked of it and uh, put in the sacrifices and done the social distancing. Yeah. So that's why WA is able to, and Queensland is able to w, uh, relax some of its restrictions, um, whereas New South Wales and Victoria are still uh, um, in very kind of strict rules um, going on. So I guess the main thing federally, though, was the the COVID tracing app that's mm. been released, which uh, the government and I encourage people to download as soon as they are able to, because uh, that, that will help in the uh, contact tracing for the disease, should you come into contact with anyone that's got it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I also saw um, a few people recommending the, the new flu, flu virus vaccine um, today. I think it was uh, Roger... Um, that was promoting that. that. That's something on a federal level that, that they're encor- that you're encouraging people to to take that asap.
1: Yeah. Yes. Absolutely, Chris. If uh, you can get to the doctor, you should go to the doctor and, and try and get your flu vaccine. Give them a call first, your local GP, and tee up that appointment. Um, some it's more urgent for some people than others. Mm. Uh, so the the elderly and those working with the elderly need to get onto it straight away. Um, but it's definitely, it's very important for everyone to go get a flu shot this year and there'll be enough for everyone. Uh, if, if you're a little bit younger, um, uh, you can probably wait a couple of weeks, but, um, you know, you should start making appointments now to, to try and get your flu shot. And, and the pharmacists will be doing flu shots as well, like they always do. So there's a there's a lot of places uh, to go get your flu shots, very important this year.
0: Just tell me a bit, a bit about the... Um the community services around the, the area. I understand that um, you and, and, you know, some of the other uh, MPs have been kind of coordinating some of the, the efforts to, you know, get people together and, and making some phone calls and stuff. So tell me about that.
1: Yeah, sure, sure. It's It's been really interesting to see and really... Um You know, reassuring and reaffirming to see the whole community band together on on this to support people that can't necessarily uh, get out of their homes, or you know, we really want to encourage to stay home and not go to the shops. So, uh, I know some MPs have been coordinating some of those volunteer services, but uh, I think most of us, and that's the four state MPs in my own office, have been calling up uh, everyone you know in the sort of seventy and above age range to see if they're okay, just to have a chat. And, you know, for the most part, people that are at home are um, are fine. Uh, they've got good neighbours and uh, members of their family that are helping them get what they need, which is really terrific. And I think the other thing we've seen is how local small businesses have adapted. So sometimes yeah. when we've called up people, ask them if they need any help, they go, not really, because, you know, our local butcher is now taking phone orders and it's going to drop off the, the meat a bit later. So businesses are adapting, and I think that's been really terrific that they're helping out members of their local community. So, you know, we're just we're here, all the electric officers, to make sure if anyone's stuck, they've got a number to call and, and we can make sure they get help. Uh, and that's whether it's help with mental health issues or accessing Centrelink or... Um, I mean, we've had people that have been stuck overseas and, and their family have contacted my office and we've helped make sure they got connected to the local embassy to get mm. home. So it's it's been such a variety of work a lot uh, of advocacy. that uh, we've had to do uh, during the, the corona cri- crisis. But, you know, everyone has just been mucking in together and getting it done and looking after each other. So, you know, I'm really super proud of uh, what a, this community that's so caring
0: Absolutely. And and I was saying to Reese this morning that, you know, this has kind of brought out the best and the worst in humanity. You know, we've seen only a few weeks ago people scrambling for toilet rolls and having fights in the aisles. Um, But then we've also seen people looking after their neighbours, and I think that's really awesome.
1: Yeah, that's right. And I I think, you know, some of the people that uh, got caught up in that, um, those sort of struggles in in shopping centres, you know, who knows what pressures they're under as well. Mm. So, uh, and... You know, when there's so much uncertainty uh, around something and fear, people do sometimes, you know, react badly. And um, mm. I think that's probably what happened to a few of those people. And I'm I'm sure they're mightily embarrassed by their behaviour now. So, <laughs>
0: Especially the ones just, that went on the videos that went viral. I don't think that was yeah, well, probably <laughs> it good for them.
1: You <laughs> wouldn't be too happy with that, would you? No, no not at all. <laughs> but, but you're right. And I think people are... Uh, sharing and looking out for each other and you know p- popping notes in letter boxes asking they can walk the dog or help you out so i think yeah what we've seen has been really terrific and you know the the, the little thing around the neighborhood where people are putting bears in their front windows or front gardens mm-hmm. so when the kids walk around on their daily outing you know they can spot the bears or the Paintings of rainbows in the window. Yeah. I mean, that kind of thing is just so sweet. Yeah, and I've got a rainbow
0: thing on, on my window, my daughter did. Um, I just think it's a pretty cool thing to, to do.
1: Yeah, it is. And, w- and when you're just walking around, you can you see it yourself, don't you? And other yeah. people say, oh, that's nice. So it's, it's <laughs> yeah. been a, a really interesting time. And I think, uh, you know, people, you know, we get through it, we're, we're separated, but we're together in it. And I think that's what's, uh, you know, the main thing is to remember that there are people. They might not be in your house or next door, but mm. they are nearby and they can be in contact. So uh, that, that's that's a very positive
0: thing. Absolutely. And um, is there any kind of phone hotlines that people can ring, or your office, or anything like that, if they need support?
1: Yeah. Well, if they the if they need information, the the best place to ring is the the national COVID hotline, and that's a federal um, government one, and that's one eight hundred o two o 08080, so that's that's if you need information, but if anyone out there uh, needs uh, any help or is a bit confused about um, what's going on or what the instructions are, they're most welcome to call my office, which mm-hmm. is, uh, can I give you the phone number out? Yeah, okay. absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah, sure. It's 9527-9377. Yeah. So we, um, whilst my, uh, for, because of the restrictions, we have Had to close the the front door to the office, but the phones still get diverted to members of my staff, and we still answer all the COVID-related emails. They're our priority at the moment, and they're they're all getting dealt with. So we're all still at work. We're just not uh, in the same workspaces that we used to be. That's all.
0: (laughs) Absolutely. Um, And also, we've developed a mobile app for the station, and um, we got sent a whole pile of hotline numbers related to COVID-19 um, from Roger Cook's office. So we've put that in the app as well. Um, and if, you, if you're happy, we can put down your number in there as well.
1: Oh, please do. That would be just terrific. Uh, yeah. we're, we take calls on anything. And, you know, often people call us and we can't help straight away, but we can find out who can. And it's, you know, if, if that's what we can do to direct people to the right service, then, you know, we're more than happy uh, to do that.
0: That's great. Thanks so much for coming. I'm really excited that you came in today on our launch day. It's uh, been awesome for you to be part of um, of what we're doing today.
1: Oh, Chris, I'm so happy, and I just want to congratulate you and Tris and Mark there, the whole team, for all the great work you're doing. It's so good to have a community radio station now back in Rockingham. It's um yeah, really, really, really positive, and I hope you have fun doing it because it's been fun uh, for me to talk to you today. It's
0: it's been a blast today. I mean, we've had a few teething issues, but um, yeah, it's been hilarious. And uh, thanks, Madeline. Yeah, it, yeah looking no, forward right. to seeing you again.